Welcome to the Move the Stairs podcast by the Denver-based public relations strategist at MNC Communications. We help clients from the CBD industry to nonprofits and beyond tackle their toughest communications challenges and protect their brand using our state-of-the-art tools and strategies. I'm president and founder, Diane Mulligan. For us, public relations is all about brand protection. We are experts in growing active communities, deflecting negative public relations, and building trust to help our clients stand head and shoulders above competitors. I'm Vice President Sarah Beatty. We're all former journalists. We've been in front of the camera and behind the scenes. We call our experience insider media relations, helping clients turn crisis communications and media relations challenges into opportunities that bolster the bottom line. And I'm PR manager Jordan Sherman. At MNC, we craft distinctive and effective solutions for your communications challenges. We call it our Move the Stairs philosophy. On this podcast, we share our best ideas for brand protection, crisis communications, media relations, and more. Let's get right to it. This week's Move the Stairs podcast. We're excited to be chatting with you live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. If you're joining us, feel free to jump into the conversation. Or if you're listening after the live broadcast on our podcast, we're glad you're here as well. And you can always reach out to us for any follow-up questions. Absolutely. Today, we're talking to CBD business owners, as always, about the best ways to measure your quarterly goals and to make adjustments if needed. You know, it's only by knowing where you are that you can get to where you want to be. And that's so important. So by the end of this episode, you're going to be able to move confidently into Q2, knowing that your goals are aligned with your annual objectives. So like we always do, we're going to break this down into our three mini conversations uh, with the first 10 minutes, looking back at Q1. A lot of time, obviously, January, February, March. We're going to give you some strategies of what you should be looking at in Q1. Uh, in order to make adjustments for Q2. And that's going to be the second conversation that we have over the next uh, 20 minutes. You'll get strategies on how you should make those adjustments looking into Q2. And then finally, we're going to deep dive and looking into your annual goals, because if your quarterly goals aren't aligned with what you want to do annually, it's kind of all for now. So we're going to make sure that you don't get off track and you stay uh, steadfast for where you need to be for the rest of the year. So if you're joining us live, we really want you to join and jump into the conversation by answering this question. Have you reviewed your quarterly goals for 2021 yet? So just jump into the comments section. And if you're joining us later, post your questions or comments and we'll answer them in next week's podcast or we'll even send you an email. You never know. We'd love to answer questions right away. And we also have our free downloadable one sheet with every episode. So that will be available as soon as the blog publishes. All you have to do is log on to movethestairs.com. All right, Diane, let's get started. All right. So we're going to go from seed to seedling in measuring your Q1 goals. Jordan, take it away. Yeah. During the entire month of March, we have talked about how your PR plan is kind of like a garden and each of the goals that you have set is like a seed. So you spent the entire month of March um, nurturing these seeds with water, plant food, or maybe the brand protection PR equivalent of miracle Grow, And hopefully you've been doing just that um, because now your seeds are sprouted and it's time to figure out the best way to look after your seedlings. What do we do next, Diane? 
you know, the first thing is that I hear so often when we're using this analogy of planting a garden, people saying, I don't have a green thumb. You know, how many times have you heard people say that? And using that analogy, and we're going back to the goals, I hear people say, why set goals? What if I don't make my goals? Here's the deal. What we're going to try and teach you today is that by modifying your goals through measurement, it's part of the process. So you just need to write them down. And, you know, after working in public relations for, um, you wrote here nicely, Jordan, more than a decade. It's been two decades. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> we've learned a thing or two about the best way for your PR seedlings to grow. Um, and one of the best ways is really to measure those goals. And during an earlier Move the Stairs Friday chat, we, you know, we discussed how to plan your annual objectives. So the first thing you really need to do is write those goals down. Don't worry about whether or not you're going to make them. You want to really reach for the stars. You can make stretch goals. But the fact is, if you have something to measure against, it's going to make all the difference. So go back and listen to that um, that on-demand podcast uh, and learn how to, sorry about that, and learn how to get your goals down and how to get started to measure them. Um, and go to our blog and you'll see more information about that. I, I think that's so important, uh, Diane, and it's really one of the fundamental pillars we use in brand protection, strategic public relations. It's taking what um, we've learned, um, you in your more than one decade, as you pointed out, <laughs> <laughs> of public relations planning. Several, it, let's just put it that yeah, way. Yeah, right? <laughs> In using that wealth of knowledge for not only your clients, but also growing MNC communications as well. And I think where it starts here is looking at things annually. Absolutely. So remember that annual plan is kind of that 30,000 foot level. But remember, it's important to look at those quarterly goals because we want to break it down. So think of that as coming down to about 15,000 feet. And then I want you to consider your monthly goals, which is more of that 5,000 foot level and then your weekly goals that's where you're at the ground floor level so when you're looking at the monthly goals okay I want you to keep in mind how you can specifically review your measurements for example and I love this example if you had a specific educational outreach campaign that you were running on your social media platforms during the month of March pretty much you should have already looked at what the measurement metrics were that you were hoping to achieve right when you look at each metric, that's kind of looking at things from the ground floor level. But when you're measuring your quarterly goals, you want to look at things more like at that 15,000 foot level. So that means widening the scope of measurement a bit. And instead of looking at impressions and engagements on that education PR, you really want to look at maybe was your quarterly goal to, to achieve at least one mention from local media as a CBD expert. That's a great quarterly goal to get to. So educational outreach on social media may be just one of the many, many tactics you're using to get noticed by local media. But then that bigger goal, that quarterly goal, is to really increase that thought leadership. It really is a great example because thought leadership or becoming the go-to expert for whether it's potential customers um, or local media, heck, maybe even national media, right? About CBD is essential in achieving brand protection PR. And I think, you know, that's one of the many things that CBD business owners uh, care quite a bit about. But, you know, when it boils down to it, 
you got to be making a little bit of money to keep the lights right. on, right? <laughs> so I, I want to bring another example um, up here. So let, let's just say your quarterly goal was to raise sales by, um, I don't know, 5%. So what tactics are you taking to support that quarterly goal? Um, are you using social media? We did have a pretty in-depth conversation about why LinkedIn, hint, hint, may be a great spot for you to be running some uh, CBD ads in support of your brand. Um, but maybe you're using social media. Uh, make sure you give that blog a read uh, or you can go back and download the podcast as well. Are you advertising in traditional media uh, on TV? Some TV stations are a little weary about it, but um, print. It's still, it, it's doing okay. People are still getting their Sunday papers. Um, have you created a loyalty club for your consumers? Um, there's really a number of different ways that you can attack this quarterly goal. And ideally, as Diane pointed out, whichever method you're using during your monthly reporting, you're going to try to get very granular about breaking down the particulars in those tactics. But when you're looking at your quarterly goals here, uh, you're reviewing kind of the compound of all of those things to see if you're reaching that quarterly goal and if your tactics are working toward that current quarterly goal. And if they're not, it's it's totally okay to make a change. And that's going to be what we talk about in a couple of minutes. So your turn now. What are some of the tactics that you have used during the first quarter in support of your overall goals and you know what? I got another follow-up question for you. Are they working for you? Have you seen results? And don't forget, we are also including that free downloadable one sheet uh, with actionable strategies to keep you going here throughout 2021. So make sure you go to movethestairs.com and download that as soon as this blog goes live uh, right after we're finished here, Diane. Yep. And, and if you want to know what Move the Stairs means, remember it means giving, taking what life gives you and making the most of it. My background's a perfect example today. I had something else that popped up that was really important, not as important as talking to you guys, but for those of you that are in podcast land, I'm actually sitting outside. I'm sitting on two rocks at this moment. <laughs> I am moving the stairs so we can get this podcast out and done and do it well. And it, luckily, it's a beautiful day out. So take what life gives you make the most of it and in colorado if you're outside you can always find a beautiful background and so that's what we did today that's moving the stairs and you want to do the same when you're talking about your pr goals so for our second topic we are going to go from seedling to soil and this is where you adjust your pr goals and that's what i've talked about it's okay to not make the goals you set it's you don't have to be afraid of that you don't have to be afraid of that for your business. You don't even have to be afraid of that when you're talking to your clients, as long as you're on top of what that goal is and you can adjust, right, Jordan? Yeah, so you going back to our, our garden analogy here, and I love it. I mean, just gardening's great. Um, sidebar, the 14 bags of plant soil I have, I cannot wait to get out and into the garden and into the pots. But when not, you're looking- Not before at least Mother's Day and maybe oh the weekend. Oh my gosh, I know. telling you. <laughs> not you. here in Colorado anyway. No way. That's right. <laughs> so, you know, over the past three months in Q1 of 2021, you've spent this entire time nurturing these tactics or these seeds so that they sprout. Um, into these seedlings and help your PR plan and help grow your um, brands, your CBD brands awareness, right? Uh, now is the time to look at what you have achieved over that first three months and say, okay, what do we need to do so that we can move these seedlings either into our garden 
Or maybe they would do better in a planter. Maybe they would do better alone in a pot. Um, what if they're not doing so well? What if you've got some seedlings coming in and they're they're looking a little unhappy? Maybe they were underwatered, overwatered. Um, we got to make some changes, and that's okay. As you pointed out, Diane, we can't be afraid to um, you know get our garden going here. Uh, and the best thing you can do um, is make sure that you're not afraid to reach out and make these changes. So when you're um, using a method to kind of determine what's working and what's not working, I think the first thing you need to do is go back and you know look at are your goals smart or are they not smart, right? Think back to last year and all the changes that you've had to make uh, through COVID-19 and some other challenges and how you had to rebound there. It's no different in 2021. Absolutely. And you mentioned SMART goals, and that is so very important. So as we discussed in the first 10 minutes of our chat, you're using the quarterly report to look at a 15,000 view of your quarterly goals. Now, remember, um, I think it's very easy to kind of put this off, put it aside. Don't do that. Make sure that you make time. It goes on our calendar for MNC so that we're looking at the goals so we can tweak wherever we need to tweak so that by the end of the year, we are hitting goals. I can tell you last year uh, with COVID, with one of our clients, uh, we had to change goals dramatically. We ended up though, so far uh, surpassing and exceeding the goals that we set because we did tweak as things went along. So you're setting goals so you have a direction, but you're using flexibility. So what I want you to do is make sure they're SMART goals. Remember SMARTs. The S stands for specific, the M stands for measurable, the A stands for attainable, the R stands for realistic, and the T, which I think is the most important, is that they're time bound. And if you find yourself falling flat of your quarterly goals, you should first go back and reassess, are they smart enough? Are there things that you need to tweak within SMART to really make a difference? And if they are, and you still feel like you should have met them, it's time to start looking at tactics that you've used in support of these goals and ask yourself, are they working or is there something else that I can do? Can I move the stairs with what I've got to really make this goal sing? I really, I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, the first 10 minutes you used that example of um, trying to attain one media mention per quarter as the CBD expert in your area. If that didn't happen, I think it's more than reasonable to go back and look at your monthly tactics and say, hey, where do we fall short? Um, if your loan tactic was to you know, use your social media platforms to post that educational content on social media, maybe hoping that somebody working in your local media market might see that. And then if they needed you for a story, uh, would give you a call. Maybe that's not working. It could be that, you know, they're not following your page. It could be that they're not in your target audience. Um, maybe you've run ads or done some boosted posts on Facebook. And, you know, again, these people may not be in your defined target audience. So I think it's important to say, all right, this is a good tactic, maybe for educational outreach, but not necessarily to um, have the media give me a call. So how else might we reach them? And I think, you know, our steady listeners of the Move the Stairs podcast know exactly where we're going with this one, Diane. 
because all of us being, you know, former journalists, we you toss around the term insider media relations. It's kind of how MNC can look into what's happening in local newsrooms, whether that's a, a television newsroom or a print newsroom. We kind of know what, what journalists are thinking, where they're headed with stories. And when they're looking for stories, Twitter is the place where they're going to go. So we've talked at length before, and you can certainly go back. And if you're a subscriber of the Move the Stairs podcast, we've talked about how Twitter is a really great platform um, to build relationships with local media. It's their bread and butter. Oftentimes they're posting on Twitter before anywhere else, especially when it comes to breaking news. But they also use Twitter as a great way to connect with the community um, in a, uh, as a means to source some story ideas as well. So it can really be a win-win for um, you trying to position yourself as a thought leader, uh, fill that trust bottle, so to speak, and That's build right. brand protection PR. So the tactic you're using may not need to be squashed altogether, but it's okay to make adjustments for Q2 in support of your current quarterly goals. And that's what I really want to empower you to do is don't be afraid to make the goals and then don't make, be afraid to make adjustments. As long as you're on top of where you want to go and you're heading in the right directions, just think about your life. You have career goals, you have family goals, and then life happens. So what do you do? You make adjustments. So that's exactly what we're talking about here. And it can make such a difference in your business. So on the other hand, what if you're blowing your quarterly objectives right out of the water? Going back to other examples we discussed in the first 10 minutes here, maybe your objective was increasing your sales by 5%, but that was too low because your sales went crazy last quarter, which is great. Maybe you increased it by 50%. You know, this is probably extreme and not repeatable. And remember, attainable, the A in SMART may not be repeatable for Q2 unless you have extreme mitigating influences, but I bet you could take that 5% goal and move it to 10 or 15% for Q2, right? Maybe even 25, maybe you're gonna cut the 50% in half. So you feel really good about the fact that you're going after the goals that you set and you're attaining them. It's okay to take the data from your monthly reports in January, February, March, and use them to challenge yourself a little bit more in Q2 and really make that stretch goal. We always have a stretch goal at MNC. And maybe the metrics say 50% is unsustainable. But let's think, is it 10, is it 15, is it 25% that you could really go after in Q2 because you've already blown the goal out for Q1? And look at what KPIs or key performance indicators led to your enormously successful Q1. What are, what's very relevant and what can you take and, and use again and again, templatize, work even more, move the stairs with? I think all that is really, really important and it's gonna keep you going. So it's not always about you didn't make it, sometimes you just blew it out. What can you do to make that a repeat performance for the next quarter. I, I totally agree, Diane, because you have to you have to dig deeper to figure out, okay, especially if you have an outlier like that, what in the world worked for us to make our sales go, you know, through the roof. It's like, you know, you start to you go into your hardware store and you're starting to see more sales on grills and kind of the outdoor things as we're changing seasons. I guarantee these folks who make grills aren't selling nearly as many in the winter months, right. um, at least here in Colorado, um, as they do in the springtime. So what are those key indicators telling you 
so that you know you can take those, see if they're relevant heading into Q2. And if they are, great. If they aren't, well, maybe you need to dial things back a little bit and make sure that what you're looking at for Q2 um, isn't quite as extreme as what you saw in the first quarter. So what do you think? Tell us about a time where you are having a difficult time meeting a goal, but changed tactics and eventually saw some pretty good results. And also wanted to look ahead to next week as well. Please join us on the Move the Stairs Friday conversation. We're going to talk about, Diane, you're going to love this, how to turn your April PR showers into beautiful May PR flowers. So if you have any questions on that, feel free to send us a question. Trust me, it's going to help you grow brand protection PR. Absolutely. That's so important. So let's talk about topic number three, planning your garden and making sure your seedlings are in line with annual goals. Okay. So up till this point, we've really talked about how monthly goals contribute to quarterly goals, but we really haven't touched on how your quarterly goals relate to your annual goals. So keeping our garden analogy fresh, it's making sure you plant your seedlings in the garden where it makes sense so that when you harvest the fruits of your labor, everything is growing in harmony and you are incredibly successful. So let's think about those annual goals. They should be the widest view. Remember we talked about the 30,000 foot view of your work. So just like it's more important to use this time to make sure that your monthly tactics are supporting your quarterly goals, it's also to make sure that your quarterly goals are reflective of your annual goals. And in a year that we just had in 2020, the annual goals might actually change because things could change dramatically. I mean, if you had a restaurant, think of how that would change. Mm -hmm. Even if you were selling CBD in a dispensary, the dispensaries were closed, then they were open. In some states, they were, you know, um, they were opened the whole time and they, they were considered to be essential. In other states, they were not. So it's going to change and just be ready for the change. One of the things that we always talk about with goals is that flexibility is so really, really important. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, if you get into a scenario where things just aren't working like we saw last year and, you know, I, I don't care what industry you in, uh, you are in, everyone was impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, so you could be looking at that issue carrying over to 2021. Um, you could be looking at a legal issue. As we know, there are still quite a few things that are really murky in the CBD world right now and you know we're still waiting on some of that clarification from the federal government of what you can and cannot do especially when it comes to marketing and labeling and things like that um you know whatever the case may be maybe it's a product logistics issue we've seen that pop up as well for companies before um whatever that case may be and by the way it's a uh, wink wink good to have a plan just in case some of these um easily forecastable things um, that may occur and could impact your business. It's good to have kind of a one sheet and if then kind of deal um, just in case. Uh, if your quarterly goals, because of these mitigating factors, are not going to help you meet your annual goals, it's more than okay to make that major shift for your quarterly goals to reflect your annual goals, as you just pointed out a few minutes ago, Diane. 
Absolutely. You know, I think it's so important when you're when you're talking about all this and you like to talk about your squash and your zucchini, Jordan. And I, think <laughs> I want to get back to that in just a second. But let me give the example of MNC. Um, MNC last year really started to focus on CBD companies. And when COVID happened and, and things were so crazy, we knew that it was going to be pretty difficult for CBD companies to say, yes, we want to invest right now in PR. So instead, we invested in MNC and in educating CBD companies and starting this, this podcast, this blog, this vlog. It's, all, it's just a year old now. That was a complete turn for us. That was not something we were planning to do, but it's something that we chose to do because it was something that we could do that could move our business forward. We want you to be able to think about doing the same thing. So, Jordan, tell me a little bit about your squash and zucchini plants. I think this is a, a lovely example of, you know, looking at the end game here and the end game for my garden last year and hopefully everybody's garden is to have, um, you know, fruits and vegetables and whatever it is that you're planting in your garden, you want it to produce at the end of the year, right? So about midway through the planting season last year, the growing season, I should say, uh, my fiance and I noticed that our squash was doing really well. Our zucchini was doing really well, but they weren't producing squash and zucchini. So the plants were healthy and thriving and green and um, loving life in our garden. But for some odd reason, we weren't getting anywhere near the amount of zucchini and squash that we had the previous year. So we stopped and we, we thought about it for a little bit. And we walked outside one day and noticed that there were no bees in the backyard. And, you know, if you're not a gardener, you know that you ha um, if you're not um, in tune with gardening, what the bees do is they pollinate the female flowers, which then allows for the vegetable to grow. And that wasn't happening out back. So what we did is we came inside and did some Googling online and realized that we could actually hand pollinate the female flowers from the male flower and um, you know, artificially pollinate it and do the job that the bees weren't doing in our backyard. And we did that and had amazing results. It was actually quite remarkable. So, you know, we had to pivot based on what was happening in the current environment um, and you know, make those changes so that at the end of the year during harvest, uh, we were still meeting our goal to have an abundance of squash and zucchini. And that's exactly what happened last year. So and I, I think it's really cool to look at this, Diane, and say, all right, well, we didn't have a lot of bees last year. What can we do to attract more bees to our backyard this year? So, you know, what are the squash and zucchini plants in your CBD brand's PR plan? Um, are they being pollinated? If they're not, what can you do to pollinate them? And as you're looking ahead to the rest of 2021 or maybe even planning for 2022, what are some of those factors that you can do to mitigate things so that it's a little bit easier for you? Diane, you brought up templatizing um, a little bit earlier in the conversation. That's something that we do um, to make our lives easier as well uh, when we're looking at trying to make changes, especially for our year end PR goals uh, from one year to the next. I think so. And Jordan, I think that's a perfect example of how you move the stairs with your squash and zucchini. I think that's bad. <laughs> so let us know what you think. We love to hear your comments and we want to know how you'll use this brand protection strategy to really look at where you've been and where you're going. And it's just, it's so important because if, if we don't look back at what has happened, 
there's no way we can plan for the future. So you're recapping what we've discussed um, for the last 30 minutes or so is um, looking at that first quarter and analyzing uh, what went well and what didn't go well in support of your quarterly goals. And then taking that um, and making adjustments for Q2. And it starts with, Diane, as you pointed out, not being afraid to A, set those goals and B, change those goals, especially if the data is telling you that's what needs to be done. And then finally here, uh, over the past uh, five, seven minutes, we've talked about the big picture, uh, looking at the end game, looking at your harvest and making sure that your quarterly goals are still aligning um, with your annual objectives so that your CBD brand blossoms just like my garden last year. <laughs> Absolutely. And one last thing I want to leave you with is that if you set the goals and you track yourself, it's one of the most motivating things for a business owner to be able to do because you will be shocked at how much work you've actually done that you don't feel like you're doing on a daily basis and how far you've actually come that you don't feel like is actually happening, especially if you've only got one metric. If you've got numerous metrics and you can say, okay, this one metric, maybe I'm not quite there, but man, we blew it out of the park on this one. And this metric here is going to help push us towards getting that bottom line number, towards making more money, towards selling more product, towards educating more people, towards helping people understand more about how important CBD is to your general well-being. Now you have even more motivation to get out of bed in the morning and really make this all work. And that's brand protection PR for yourself as well as for your company. So I love that. So thanks for joining us this on this week's Move the Stairs podcast. We love to talk to you. We're here to help you protect your CBD brand, and we're here to answer your questions. So just let us know how we can help. Drop us a line, and uh, we had a great time today, didn't we, Jordan? We did. So if you like what you hear, please uh, leave us a rating, leave us a review, and don't forget to subscribe and uh, tell some of your colleagues about us, too. Have a great weekend, a great Easter weekend, That's we should right. say. Happy Easter. And we'll see you right here next week, same time, same place.